Welcome everybody to Beat the Shift Baseball. This is episode 5 of our fantasy podcast for Thursday, May 3rd. I'm Alex Uwe, and I'm here today with Alex Rudy. How you doing, man? Good. It's great to be back. I've been on yeah. one of our podcasts in quite some time. so <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like that's always the case with uh, with you and Farbode. It's like every time you're back on, it's like, hey, it's been a while. I'm like, well, yeah. yeah. It, you can you can drop by whenever you feel, whenever you feel like it. I like doing these things with you, the OG crew. So, yeah, I mean, Absolutely. we're here to talk fantasy baseball. We got some questions to answer, and uh, we'll go through some of the other news and injuries and things of that nature uh, from the past week, and we'll we'll get you ready for the the weekend slate of games as well. So, yeah, why do, why don't we go ahead and start with some some non fantasy news? He's not a fantasy relevant player, but certainly one of the best that we've ever seen you know this is he was the guy growing up for us anyway and that's Ichiro he is essentially announced his retirement although he hasn't officially announced his retirement he is transitioning to a special assistant role with the Mariners and of course that means he's not going to be on the roster anymore um you know he hasn't been off to a good start this season and that's pretty much what it was gonna have to take for him to stick around any longer it's it's a tough thing to do at his age but um you know we, we talk about Ichiro a lot in the preseason we did a lot when he was still unsigned there's a lot of stuff swirling around about him but um yeah it, it does seem to be the end for him and it, you know the timing was has some, everybody talking because the Mariners are playing the Angels this weekend and Otani is set to pitch. And I think a lot of people would have really loved to see Ichiro face Otani in, you know, if he started on Sunday and retired at the end of that, that series, at the end of this homestand for the Mariners, that would have been a really fitting way for it to happen. But, um, you know, again, not officially retiring. He could still play um, at some point with the Mariners technically, I think is how it's working. But, um, you know, he could also play in Japan. So there's, there's a lot of options for him, but, uh, yeah. Do you want to say anything about Ichiro really quick before we wait, get into the not, fantasy stuff? He's not a, wait, so they basically didn't want to release him and be, no, you, you can't release bad his yeah. final season. So they're letting him go into the front office but how could he come back and play for the team this season i don't understand how that oh, i don't know i don't know how it works. Maybe, it, maybe it wouldn't be this season like i've heard that he could come back and play in the japan series I don't yeah know if, i saw like, that next, next season they'll start the year playing in japan i think against the uh, or something i don't know i thought the mariners handled this whole thing kind of oddly and rather poorly um, well I, I don't think it was handled poorly why is it handled poorly because they're not really giving him any real retirement, as far as I can tell. Well, I don't think Ichiro wants. It. I don't think. Ich- I don't think if they told Ichiro, like, "Hey, you should retire." I don't think he. I don't think he wants to retire. I think this is what he wants. He wants to. I don't think they should have signed things. him though if they weren't gonna well, make, let him last through April. I mean, well, they, then he they, just would have an unsigned free agent, and that's not better. I don't think. Well, what were they telling themselves? We're just going to sign him for a month. And we know he's not going to be valuable, and we're just going to let him go after. I mean, it's just it seems rather disingenuous. It it disingenuous. is, but you know, at the same time, think about say. think about how good you felt seeing Ichiro back in a Mariners jersey one last time. You know, like playing on the field, contributing to a ball club. You know, not at a high level, but you know, he's there. 
He's in a Mariners jersey one one more time, you know, at the big league level. That was I think that's pretty cool still. Um, yeah, but you know what? This is this is fantasy baseball. This is what we're supposed to be talking about. So we'll go ahead and start. Sure, that was the only fantasy I have. I fantasize about each year all the time. I I do, but you know maybe less now that we won't get to see him playing anymore. So let's get to the questions. Like I said before, um, we'd love to answer all your questions that you have for us. Help you win your leagues. So ask us those questions on Twitter at BeatTheShiftBP. Uh, that's the best place to do it. But you can also email BeatTheShiftBaseball uh, gmail dot com or you know also on r slash fantasy baseball on reddit um i'll normally ask for questions there as well so anyway you can get those questions to us uh we'll take them and we'll answer them so here we go we got three for today this first one is from i don't i don't even know how to say this username like jedge ns um he is asking about ozzy albies he's trying to sell high on him and that's probably the right move you know he didn't it, the question is asking you know, I'm trying to sell high on Ozzy Albies. Who do I target? Um, and he also mentions that he could use help at catcher or first base or, you know, starting pitching, of course. And it's a 12-team league, head-to-head, um, standard scoring with on-base percentage and quality starts. So, you know, I, you own Ozzy Albies in, in one of our leagues, in one of our important leagues. So why don't you go ahead and talk about what, how you're valuing Ozzy Albies right now going forward. I mean, I think it's important to note just for clarity's sake that our league is keeper. So his value is probably right. much higher. Well, yeah. So also uh, I, I did not mention. Would be in... So I did not mention also that his league is a keeper league with only one batter, one pitcher, and then a third of either. So there are uh, yeah. a couple keeper opportunities. But he's definitely not unless your team is truly terrible i doubt <laughs> um he would make that cut i mean i think his statistics don't come off as particularly lucky so far this season his babip is 286 which is actually pretty low for mm-hmm. a 278 batting average um and his, his iso his iso numbers though his iso power numbers are absurdly high and unsustainable and so in terms of what kind of player you want to sell high um, for him considering those power numbers are simply not going to last by any means. He's just not going to slug 603 this season unless he's the next Alex Rodriguez, which I'm sorry, he's he's not. Um, I think catcher, unless you're trading for Gary Sanchez, is never worth trading for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wouldn't trade him for any catcher, honestly. You wouldn't not, trade him for Gary Sanchez? Nope. I, I've been working on reworking my fantasy rankings, which, of course, don't fit this exact format, but I I have him ahead of, you know, Sanchez, who's the top catcher by far in pretty much any format. So, um, you know, I am really high on Albies. I think a lot of people are. The fact that he is a five-category contributor, he'll get you stolen bases as well. That's something that not a lot of people talk about. It's kind of gotten lost in there. Um, and he hits leadoff now for this Braves team, which is really nice. And, you know, there's a lot to like about him. Um, in terms of comparable players that you can go out and ask for, um, these don't necessarily apply to the catcher first base thing that was mentioned in the question. But um, if you can go get an outfielder like 
like Tommy Pham or Justin Upton, I think they would probably be a little safer. Um, or you know, if I think mean, like pretty Tommy Pham is definitely not enough of a return, in my opinion, for a guy. I don't know. This well. I think you're sleeping on Tommy Pham. I think Tommy Pham has much more course. legitimate power and. Don't get probably me wrong, more over the course of the season, they'll probably put up similar numbers. But if you're going to be selling high early, you're gonna, I think you have to get a little right, bit well, more value. Let's, let's throw I some think, other... like, Riss Hoskins would be the guy I would... Ooh, I, don't, I don't know if people are going to be... You know, if you can get him, absolutely. I think that would be a good case scenario there. But I don't think many yeah, people would play on Abreu. I would not... Um, I don't think I would for Jose Abreu, actually. He's a little, you know, he's he's a little bit... Enough. Jose Abreu is always solid. Little lackluster though, and you know, I I I'd at least want somebody that's gonna contribute a little more all around. Um, let's I'll, I'll throw a couple. Uh, how about a couple of the third basemen who have not been doing much lately? Josh Donaldson just came off the DL. Would you would you throw Would you try to cast the net out for Josh Donaldson with Ozzy Albies? Uh, I mean he this. Jedge doesn't say he needs a third base, so I, I, it's hard for me to, to really yeah, it's it's hard it's, go it's hard. for that. I I I think Donaldson will probably end up with better counting numbers if I had to guess. I still mm-hmm. think Donaldson has another really high caliber season in yeah. him, but uh, I mean, if he doesn't need a third baseman, I wouldn't go out of my way to trade for him. For him. I don't think he's going to be that good this season. That he's worth just changing your team around for i guess this would be my answer to that question i think maybe like uh uh i mean do you think like will myers isn't good enough would you oh say? I, no no you not even close no and will myers is actually Maybe on the deal right now he'll be back and but yeah he'll be back soon mm-hmm. yeah but that's I, I don't think will myers is anywhere even close in that in that range um like i would i would say like we we're speaking very highly of him if that's any indicator to what you should be looking for if you're you know like what i said joey Votto. oh joey Votto's probably the tier above there too so that's you know we're going both sides someone of the spectrum might be there. Sell, you know might somebody might sell low on an aging joey Votto. somebody might and you should of, you should yeah. snap up joey Votto in an instant Great. cody cody bellinger might be the closest i was looking at that that's probably the closest one i can say if you can get cody bellinger for ozzy albies i would do it I would say yes to that. I, I honestly have a feeling that Ozzy's going to have a better season than Cody Bellinger. It might happen, but, you know, the, the power is kind of coming around like for Bellinger. sophomore slump guy. I was listening to a podcast the other day talking about how much Ben Tendi is struggling mm-hmm. this year. And, I, you know, I've never been personally a fan of Bellinger's look. I know it's not a statistical model by any means, but, you know, he's having some effort issues. And he's always had a swing where, to me, it felt like that if a pitcher just does his homework, you can pitch around him easily, pretty easily. And I know he, I know, I know he's huge, so he can really reach a lot. But if you knew how to properly scout him, he was a guy that you can take advantage of his plate approach and free swinging. And I, 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 I don't, I don't know. Albie's. I think I would rather have uh, Hoskins and. Than Bellinger, honestly, if I had the choice between the two. Oh yeah, I would too. I would rather have Hoskins also, but you know, I think with Bellinger, we're not giving him a fair shake. Like this guy was was he even in the big leagues at this point last year? I guess he he I probably mean, still, was for a few days. Still a but great player, you know, no he doubt. he he went off and just hit for so much power. The power's starting to come around already, and 
you know, I, I think people are kind of forgetting what he did in a fraction, like not even in an entire season. And also, there's misconception. Like, he's not that much of a free swinger. He takes big swings, but he doesn't chase a lot. And, you know, I, I think he hits lefties. There's not a big hole against, you know, platoon splits there. So, you know, I don't, I don't think there's as many problems with Bellinger as with some of the other, you know, big power guys that we've seen recently. So, I, I would trade Albies for Bellinger. That's probably around the threshold that we'd go. But obviously, we speak very highly of Albies. So, you know, if you hang on to him, that's awesome for you also. Yeah, so, I think first base catchers, just to close it off, is a very difficult position to trade for with a guy of Albies caliber who is not a true superstar. So you can't get Freeman or Goldschmidt or Rizzo. And, but he's still... Mm-hmm. Definitely above average, yeah. and right. so yeah. there are very, not a lot of guys at first base who are neither true stars nor clearly above average. Mm-hmm. I think is the difficult, the yeah. difficulty. Yeah. I was gonna say maybe somebody's really low on Rizzo too. We didn't talk about him, but you know if you can catch somebody I mean, snoring I think there, if you can get that deal, you should take that and run, yeah. run very far. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Anthony uh, Anthony Rizzo is hitting. I don't off care if he's seventy one. He's Anthony Rizzo. I mean, he's gonna have a better season. Yeah, no, absolutely. He's still he's still at tier above, I would say. So let's go ahead and get on to the next question here. Both these two next two questions are very similar, both regarding younger pitchers for the most part. Um, so this first one from uh, Cadaverous15, who asks, who should I pick up uh, when Johnny Cueto ends up on the DL? And he, you know, that I guess that's the time to mention that Johnny Cueto is on the DL. Uh, he left with elbow inflammation his last start, and the early reports have not been good. He's seeking second opinions, but he can miss a substantial amount of time, um, and especially if he needs surgery, then that might end his season. But it's it remains to be seen. He will definitely miss some time, so you will need to find a replacement. So um, they th- this uh, this question also throws a lot of names our way for us to to kind of compare and analyze. Um, and by the way, this is for a 10-team league, head-to-head categories, um, standard, but with quality starts on the pitching side of things. So let, let me just start by listing a bunch of these names. Some of them overlap into the next question, too, which is um, from Debater3301, who's just asking, who are some of these young pitchers that are the real deal and which ones are not? Which is basically what we're going to be answering. So I'm going to read off a lot of pitchers. This is going to be a very pitching-heavy podcast it seems we'll see how long it takes us to get through these but let's start with luke weaver who we were both really high on going into the year and hasn't been all that fantastic are you still buying luke weaver right now i don't know if i'm buying him but i'm definitely not selling him i think uh i think he's gonna improve he had two really bad starts in a row but it's i think it's way too early to give up on him i mean the talent's there he's proven it uh I see no reason to be super worried. I own him in two leagues. I'm not really particularly concerned. I'm disappointed so far, but I'm not concerned. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and I. I would say him and Luis Castillo were probably two of the younger pitchers that we ranked very generously going into the year that have been off to not so good starts. Castillo's start has been a lot worse, but you know, similar types of things. Like I don't know if you should be. You should definitely not be selling them. I don't know if, you know, they're players that you can target right now, but uh, either. But there's a lot of potential there. The stuff is still really good. 
Um, but they both, you know, have some elite secondary pitches, which is really encouraging part of things. Um, you know, Castillo with the changeup and slider combo that, you know, he just really hasn't found in Luke Weaver. Um, I think he, he throws at the same mix, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, yeah, you know, you just kind of have to sit tight right now. Um, and, you know, in terms of rankings, I've, I've moved him down, but not not down to that much, you know? Like, they're, they're still both in my top 50, top 45 even. So um, that's something to take into account. Uh, next pitcher, Mike Clevenger. Uh, like I'm a fan of a week. I think he might be on this list. Just looking through it, I think he was, um, and I will go through it, but I think if you just want one guy who you want temporarily to own, and I have to look at the schedules because the schedule obviously affects this, but uh, you want just one guy for to stream, I'm a huge Clevenger fan. I don't know if he's someone worth owning for a full season, but and this season he has not been striking out too many guys, but. Um, Overall, if you just need a guy to give you a couple good gap fill in starts, I think he's probably the best bet you can have. Yeah. He's been pretty consistent now um, for about 27 starts at this point, where he's been a very effective pitcher. Yeah. That's a big enough sample size. That's almost a full season workload right there. I, I, I really liked Clevenger a lot last season. Um, I was surprised how low he was ranked coming into the year. I don't know if part of that was just like uncertainty of a rotation spot because he did move to the bullpen at the end of last year just because Cleve, all of Cleveland's pitchers were healthy. But yeah, I, is Clevenger even a waiver wire pitcher in a 10-team format? If he is, then shouldn't absolutely be. get him. Yeah, he shouldn't be. He's he's not even a, off to a slow start. He's got a sub-3 ERA. He's got you know less strikeouts than last year, but not like, you know, they haven't gone away completely. The whip is still like promisingly low, one point one five. I he has to be owned. I, he's I I actually do think you know we just talked about Weaver and Castillo. I do believe I have them ranked higher than Clevenger just because their upside is so much higher than Clevenger's is. But you know if you need a safe guy, it's it's Clevenger. You know even looking at the rest of the names on this list, Clevenger is above all of them. I would say. So I agree. That's my answer. So we'll get. To more of these names there's a lot of names i'm just gonna say um next one is uh miles michaelis i believe is his nope. name what what do you mean no what to to the pronunciation of the name to the player no, himself or no i'm the only one who mispronounces his names but i don't think i think this guy's a total fluke i don't see anything in his stats that is noteworthy or interesting or enticing in any way and well yeah but well why no is that? reason that he should be valued in fantasy going forward, unless the Cardinals just sacrificed a baby just for him this season. That seems harsh. Why so harsh? Do you have anything His like his strikeout that... numbers are below average? His uh, career walk numbers aren't particularly great for a guy who strikes Why out. Why are you so looking at? Few. Okay, you can't look at his career numbers for this. This is a guy well, who I... reinvented himself in Japan and came back this season. He hasn't pitched in the majors since 2014. He's a completely different pitcher. Cannot evaluate him based on his 2014 you, why can't numbers. Why can you evaluate him by his? This is like this is like evaluating Eric Thames by his pre-Korea numbers. Eric Thames isn't that good. Eric Thames is great. I, I like Eric Thames a lot. I got Justin Verlander for him, but he's not very good. And it wasn't straight up either. By this logic, Kaz Matsui should have been amazing in the major leagues because he was so good in in Japan. But was he? He was not. 
Well, I mean, what is this guy doing that's so impressive? Well, here's what I, I well, you yeah. know, better, well, you know, better command of secondary pitches is always the key for pitchers like this. You know, his, his velocity is fine. It's above major league average. And in that regard, he's not like a soft throwing pitcher. He's strikeout rate. He's 27 strikeouts in 33 innings. Respectable. He's, you know, he is sub one whip right now, which, you know, I don't know if it'll stay there, but he's only got two walks in 33 innings pitch so far. So he's... You look at his start. I'm sorry, but you if you looked at his starts, you would not be supporting him. Did you watch his starts? No, but I can see who he's pitched to this year and well, explains his against? numbers very well. well who did he pitch he threw a great start against Cincinnati twice, a good start, a very good start against Pittsburgh, and two terrible starts against Milwaukee. So, first of all, that's really weird that he's only played the NL Central. But regardless <laughs> of that kind of quirk, that is bizarre scheduling. Those, that doesn't prove anything. Great, you threw good against three terrible offenses and threw poorly against one real pretty good offense. I don't see what that demonstrates in talent in any way or ability. And you're, I could be totally wrong. I could end up having a great season. But out of all these guys that we're talking good. about today, this guy is by far my least favorite. There's no upside. That's the most important thing. This is this is the upside. He's he's showing his upside right now. He's duping it. I have Tyson Ross. Um, I I might I probably would too actually. I think there's more K upside. But Mike Michaelis is a good pitcher. Like you're dismissing him completely. I don't see the evidence that he's anything special for fantasy. He's a in the I, okay. with it, but that's not fantasy baseball. It's not the same thing. Being a good pitcher in fantasy, not the same thing as being a good pitcher in the major leagues. Well, if you're taking his one month numbers, they're very good fantasy numbers. Like those are just straight up good numbers. They don't. They don't appear sustainable, in my opinion. Is all. Okay. Yeah. Like the only are, the only thing is like maybe the opponents have been have been weak, but you know what? I'll take I'll take those those odds. You know with. This pitcher who you cannot evaluate on his his pre-Japanese career because he's clearly a different pitcher. So good. His slider and curveball mix that he's added is just made him a completely different pitcher. But his counting stats are not particularly good. In well, they any can way be. They can I be. Think so. I think. Well, I think he's going to stay in that Cardinals rotation, and he's going to pitch. You know, a, he could be like a hundred eighty inning guy. I don't see why not. He's not a guy that they're going to be like super careful with. He's not a rookie, so I don't know. I I think Michaelis is a good option in, in any format, but we'll we'll get to more of these names. Uh, Tyler Skaggs, the Angels, off to a good start. Is that enough upside for you? I just don't think uh, he's really a guy that I think you should be touching with a ten foot pole if you're. You should like a good you should way. touch him with a ten foot pole. Like 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 you can poke him. But, like, you need to be, like, 10 feet away, like, while you're poking him, like, Mm -hmm. because, you know, we all know the talent is there, but it's just been so long since he's... So, health is concerned for you. Been a... Yeah, been... He's never really ever been a consistent, healthy pitcher in the major leagues, and this is his fourth season, and there's no doubt of the ability, but... So, I I think, once again... He's a fine streaming option, uh, but what is there that I don't think he's like? He doesn't blow me, blow my mind or anything, and he wouldn't be my first choice. But you know what? 
he's definitely someone where the risk reward is really what it's all about. And uh, I would definitely rather have him than Nicholas, Nicholas because he is his count his his peripheral numbers on the other hand are outstanding. And if I mean eight Ks per nine with less than three walks. Um, Michael, this is better than that. I don't know. <laughs> no, he's not. He's like a seven. This, oh yeah, eight, strikeout rate's not, but strikeout to walk rate is much better if you're that's where you're going at. And the peripheral number, this xFIP is almost half a run lower than Tyler Skaggs. Well, let's see who Tyler Skaggs has pitched through this season. He's pitched against New York, Houston, Boston, Texas, Cleveland, and Oakland. All right, that's a lot that's harder. That's pretty schedule. good. Well, I mean, doesn't xFIP adjust? For opponents, I don't actually know that I don't, much. About I, don't know, I don't know either. He but, did throw seven shutout innings against Houston away. But Houston's been really uh, bad this. Like it, 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 that's it context he matters did, too. He like he crushed by Boston. So, um, so let's. I, I don't. Well, but the first thing I say is I don't love him either. But I, I mean, okay. he's fine. I, he's definitely once again in the bottom for my of these guys we're gonna go through. He's not at the top of my list so far. Clevenger is my is would be first for me. Weaver two. And then, then Skaggs and Nicholas so far that we talked about. That's all I'm trying to say, really, in the end. Okay. I I would still go probably um, Luis Castillo, Luke Weaver, Clevenger, Michael I forgot Skaggs. we talked about Castillo. Sorry about that. It's yes. fine. Yeah, no, that's totally cool. But I, I'd still say Michaelis better than Skaggs. Um, next pitcher is Ronaldo Lopez, also, who's off to a good start, but doesn't really show a lot of promise in the peripherals. That is, like, his ERA is sub-2 still, I believe but doesn't look like he's going to keep it there. Uh, I don't know. Do you like him? Or... I hate the team. Yeah, that's not a good fit. Like, I, mean, uh, I, it's, I don't mean that, but his XFIP is 527. I don't is know. I don't his, know what category. His XFIP is 527, and his ERA is 178. But so that's absurd. I mean, I don't, I don't like him. I don't know. What is he doing? He's but... just not giving up anything, any runs. That's it. I mean, that's nothing, <laughs> that's, nothing in the yeah, deeper. I don't. I don't really support him in any way. No. So I would say this is probably the least favorite guy. I, was he a touted prospect? I yeah, really... he was. He came over in the the Eaton trade. Him and Gilito from the Nationals. So he was highly touted. But you know, um, I still actually I, I, I like Gilito better than Lopez. Even um, I don't think Gilito was on this list, but I would say that. And yeah, don't don't pick up. Ronaldo Lopez as a he's also pitched <laughs> against no one who's having a good offensive yeah season don't pick so him far. up just don't pick him up I would I would I'm say not a fan. uh Nick Kingham Mr. Almost Perfect in his first start he is going to be getting more starts or at least one more start with Pittsburgh what do you think I would pick him up and try to trade him I guess I don't I don't really I, I, I mean you know I'm you know it's I'm a risky long-term option believe, for because doesn't of the believe rule. in sample size as small sample size baseball like you right. know that's like a that's an integral part of my entire fantasy baseball, like anything for right or wrong. Yeah, like, no, I it's one start. Any... So, <laughs> yeah, and it's not a touted prospect. I don't. I honestly don't know enough about him mm-hmm. to really be a hundred percent no against him. But I, I don't see anything that puts him above the guys that we talked no, that yeah. we said we like so far. Is all I'm trying to say. Same with me. Um. The only thing that was a major difference is he did add a slider, which is apparently really good at getting swings and misses, according to that last start against major league yeah. hitters, and he didn't throw it in the past. So that's nice. Uh, the role is not there. I would have him over Ronaldo Lopez, but uh, not above anybody else there. Uh, Jacob 
Faria or Faria, Faria, one of those, um, of the Rays. Do you like him? We liked him last year. I really liked him going into this season. I was a huge fan. I'm actually surprised he's available on the waiver wire in this league. I didn't think. Well, I mean, if 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 Mike Clevenger and Luke Weaver are, that's true. I would say Faria would be. Uh. I'm a fan, honestly. I really like him. Better than I know Skaggs. he's having a great season. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, mm, great question. I think Faria is safer. No okay. injury issues. Very solid rookie season where nothing would make you think that he won't have consistent success going okay. forward. I wouldn't say he has an incredible amount of upside, but... I think he's like your. I think he's a poor man's Luke Weaver, basically. Is how I would. Is how I see it. Okay, that's a that's a weird way of saying it, but yeah, above above well, Skaggs in that range. You want a say. young, consistent guy who's gonna throw a pretty large amount of innings. Sure. Give good yeah. peripheral stats, um, and be generally just consistent. But he's not gonna. You know, I don't think he's gonna throw a no hitter or anything this season. He's not gonna be particularly out of this world. But okay. I, I, I'm a fan. All right, and we talked about him already a little bit, but Tyson Ross, you said you liked him better than Skaggs, and I think I agreed with uh, you. And Man- Manolas or whatever. Mich- Michaelis. Michaelis. Mike- yeah. Michaelis. Uh, I'm with you that I have him ahead of Yeah, Michaelis. I mean, he hasn't been good for a season since... Well, injuries. 20... Yeah, but yeah, you're not wrong, but he was... That's, that's basically that's been... all it was. You have to count that, though, because... You're right. I mean, will he stay healthy this year? I have no idea. But I don't think people remember that he was an excellent pitcher originally for the Padres. I mean, yeah, 2013 through 15, he was. if he was throwing those stats today, I mean, he would be one of the top pitchers in baseball. Uh, I don't think he'll ever be that guy again. Well, he kind of is. He's, he's sporting a 10K for nine right now. Season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a fan. I don't. You have nothing. This is like a low risk, very high reward type of guy. Yeah, I would I, say behind Clevenger still for me, but up there. Only thirty one. He's a big guy, which I like. I like when these big guys come back from injury because you know boys. they still have. Uh, and he's thrown a pretty hard schedule so far. Wow, They're actually very impressive. At Giants, at Rockies, at Arizona, against Giants, at Houston against Colorado that's not an easy first six starts to throw that well yeah I we like him Pretty impressive we like him uh Sean Newcomb just had a great start seven innings scoreless I really like him in general uh I would put him like in the middle of this category of guys that we've talked to so far I would say he's on the around the same level as Weaver and Feria but not in the same immediate value as Clevenger and Ross because his control issues, I know he's improved them so far, but I still think he's a year away from really uh, having full improvement okay. uh, with them. But he, lots of talent, great stuff. Uh, Going to get you a lot of strikeouts. Yeah. I'm I, still not sold on the control yet. I'm just not. No, I'm not either. I would say above Kingham in Lopez, um, yeah. behind Skag still. Uh, Walker Bueller, who just earned a rotation spot after Hyunjin Ryu uh, left his last start with a torn growing. He's going to be Stop, out until that Hyunjin Ryu got hurt. Who would have ever predicted that? 
Yeah, right? <laughs> um, I really like Walker Wheeler. I yeah. have, I think he, like, Beast. about, him and Tyson Ross are pretty close for me. That's how much I like him. The only reason that he wasn't a bigger deal going into this season is I don't think a lot of people thought he was actually going to have. Yeah, the role is there. to prove himself this early for this long. You're right. Um, his, 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 his numbers in minor leagues, in the minor leagues, are pretty absurd. Yeah, College he's really... guy, which I, I like for pitchers generally if you're a starter who can come out of college and make it to the majors this fast that usually is gonna is a sign that you're gonna be a pretty have a pretty outstanding career yeah i would say so um i like him a lot he's he's up there um and soraka of the braves last last uh i don't know if his spot is me yeah that's the that's the first thing i was gonna bring up Mm -hmm. uh Really good top thirty prospect, but I I feel like you rather if you're gonna take the Braves pitcher in this situation, you should just take Newcomb, who at least has a season belt and is gonna be in the rotation the whole season. Soraka, much better, probably a better K through nine ratio, honestly. But I I think I'd rather take the waiver on Soraka here. Um, even though the role is not as guaranteed, it's not, he's, that's not, I think he's it's just not, a better pitcher. I think he's just a better pitcher than Nico. Not a big strikeout guy. Mm, yeah, I, I honestly neither of the Braves pitchers here on this list. I don't are, love are them that high up there. Yeah, I think they're good. I'd rather um, have Walker Buehler both of them if I was going to have the young pitcher on this list. I'd right. rather have Weaver, and I'd say the two young guys I'm taking are Weaver and Buehler, and. The two streamers I'm taking are older guys are Shev Clevenger and Ross. So that's I a good think. way to summarize it. Yeah, um, and I think that's all the guys from Cadaverous's list. Um, a couple, like two more names here: uh, Jordan Lucchesi, the Pirates, or but not Pirates, Padres, who is hot start has since cooled. Are you cooled on him? Uh, 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 fancy, and I he's not gonna be. Uh, anything not uh, sorry. What? Uh, <laughs> my like, voice cracked a little bit right yeah. there. Um, I don't think he's anything special. Not a guy I love on this list. I kind of have been owning him from his hot start in writing, and he's been fine. Uh, like, he had a really good poor start in the middle, but his last couple of starts have been pretty effective. But, I mean, this guy is a nobody. as no. nobody you can get. I, uh, I would say basically. so. And, uh, I wouldn't say I would expect his numbers to be sustainable. Though, though I got, I got. I'm not gonna lie to you. His minor league, actually, peripherals are very impressive. I don't know why he was such an un, a low ranked guy, but it's just his, the stuff like, isn't his, that good. That's yeah, all. Yeah, his stuff is very. Yeah, I thought I was gonna say his stuff is not touted to be anything of note. Um, yeah. So let's let's keep it. Fine, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Another guy. I think you know. I think you can do better. He had the chance. Yeah, he's not a, not at the top of this, but uh, Jarlin Garcia or Harlan Garcia of Miami. Do, do you like him? Uh, uh, I think this might be my least favorite guy. Maybe I I like that he gets to pitch in Miami's ballpark for all his home games, and he his is. His step is four fifty two, and he's a one one ERA. Yeah, that's obviously not sustainable. Guy. He's a his K through nine is. By far the worst on this list. Okay. That's, Six and a half yeah. for three and a half walks. 
Yeah, no. Just 43% with a 43% ground ball percentage and a 95.2 left on base percentage and a 151 Babbitt. That guy sucks and he's been that's probably one of the most fortunate periods of baseball that I've ever actually had the chance to dig up in stats. Yeah. That's absurd. I mean, I, I think would... he started his, his, like his first two starts. He had like 11 no hit innings somewhere like, or something crazy like that in that mix. But yeah, that's a, that's a, a no go for Miami pitchers in general. Um, Nick Pavetta, last guy of the Phillies. He's a strikeout guy. So bad last year. Like, awful. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I don't think he's really... He's a streamer. That's all he is. So, yeah. To, to summarize, we still like Luke Weaver and Castillo. And if you want someone safer, go with Clevenger or Tyson Ross. You know, or Walker Bueller. So, there we go. I would say settle That's a lot for of pitchers. Faria and... <laughs> We're gonna... uh, and... Uh, yeah. uh, so so uh there was so, chest if you have to settle but don't go past right. those guys don't so, i don't yeah so kill michaelis mary clevenger uh f luke weaver right that would work okay um let's let's run through some of the injuries and news here before we wrap things up that the, thank you for the questions again we spent a lot yes, of time on them they were yes this is what this good, is what it's about really we, good questions yeah, yeah really good we, questions. we we spent I think we spent like 20 minutes on these questions, even though there was only three. So, you know, these are, this is the kind of depth that we like to go into to get the answers. So I you have more. We're, I hope they're helpful answers. Yeah, of course. Um, we're going to run through a couple other notes here before wrapping up. So on the injury side of things, uh, Corey Seager uh, is out for the season. If you haven't already noticed, um, any replacements for him that you like? Marcus Simeon types, Dansby Swanson I don't know. Any other names like that for shortstops? Andy Swanson just got hurt the other day. Uh, I really doubt there's going to really anyone available in your waivers that can really do much, unfortunately. Um, yeah, true. Gleber Torres? It's, if he's, uh, yeah, if he's still available, that's is probably the best case scenario you could pull. I know I've been following our waivers really closely because I have I had Orlando Arcia, who was terrible mm-hmm. all year. I picked up Eduardo Escobar, I think is his name. Yeah, the twins. Um, he Solid. has shortstop eligibility. I think him. If I would say, as Drupal Cabrera could be a good bet if he's still available. He had a great start. Yeah, I like uh, him too. I don't uh, pass that. Nick Ahmed. I don't know. <laughs> Nick Ahmed's doing some weird yeah, stuff over there in Arizona. Know. But it's you Tell know it is what it is. It you know nothing Scott you can do about Kingry, that. Maybe if he's still available yeah. in your league. I, I love Kingery. Uh, yeah, I don't Daniel know. Daniel Robertson, if you really are getting desperate. Oh, that's you know really that's hot. that's the winner. That's the winner. A guy that's probably not owned in that many places. Um, I like him. You know, just all Ahmed just was, a solid you, guy. I mean, I if you're really fucked. Maybe Ahmed Rosario. I think he that's might good. End up having a better season. Jerks and Profar, Dago's guys had some upside, even though they've not really shown it. Yeah, but, only for super deep leagues. I would not. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, yeah. Jacob Degrom. I would left. watch. I would watch Willie. Wait, wait. Can I just add one more thing? W- Willie. I Don- would watch at Willie Adamus on on Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. Okay. Paul get called up this year, and he's supposed to be a great, great short through him eventually during the season. All right. That'd be my last. All right. To that. Yeah, that's a lot of shortstops that you can you can add there. 
Um, Jacob deGrom hyperextended his elbow, but MRIs are back clean, and he expects to start Monday. Is he insane? Is he Noah Syndergaard? Does he know his body? <laughs> that's, that's the question. The Mets, even when they're having good seasons, are somehow beyond dysfunctional. If things uh, get worse, you know, maybe you, Seth Lugo, it, Robert Gazelman are getting starts. I don't know. We'll see. Have you been following this? Uh, I know it's not fantasy, but the Harvey stuff is absurd. Oh, yeah. He's just, you know, getting lit on the field and off the field. That's, that's They booed him today. Well, yeah, I would have. Um, rightfully so. Uh, Johnny Cueto is going to be out for a long time, presumably. We talked about that already um, in the last little bit, so... Not good. Don't. I would not bank on having Cueto, even though he had an amazing month. Um, Jordan Montgomery is out for at least two months. Left his last start. Um, Hyunjin Ryu, like we mentioned, is going to miss like half a season. Um, and some minor ones: Lemayhew uh, with a hamstring, Miguel Cabrera with a hamstring, and uh, Kenyon Middleton with an elbow problem. But he expects to recover cleanly. I think it was just precautionary. And uh, we'll, we'll end up with. One little segment here. So here's how this is going to work. I'm going to read um, the line for these pitchers, and you are just going to say say the word indicated. You got it? Yes. All right. So Luis Severino, complete game shutout versus Houston. Nine innings pitched, five hits, one walk, 10 Ks. Disgusting. James Paxton versus Oakland. Seven innings pitched, five hits, zero earned runs, one walk, 16 strikeouts. Disgusting. Justin Verlander versus New York. Eight innings pitched, zero earned runs, three hits, zero walks, and 14 Ks. Disgusting. Josh Hader versus Cincinnati in a relief appearance. Got the save. Two and two-thirds innings pitched, zero hits, zero runs, one walk, eight strikeouts. Disgusting. Wow, you sound absolutely disgusted <laughs> right now. Um, I can bear. I'm about to puke. <laughs> on the on the hitting side of things, Mookie Betts versus Kansas City, four for four, three solo bombs, all versus Danny Duffy, fourth career three homer game. Disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. He's fading in his disgust. AJ Pollock versus Los Angeles, three for five with three solo homers and four homers in two. Games in a row. One against Clayton Kershaw. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, I think that's where we're going to end off things for this podcast. Thank you again for the questions that you sent our way. We will answer them every show. Tweet us at BeatTheShiftBP. And that's the best way to get in touch with us. And we'd also like to know what you, what you think about all our opinions. You know, start a little dialogue. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it on the next podcast. Um, I will also like to remind you that you can check out uh, the fantasy tab at beattheshiftbaseball.com to see all our fantasy baseball content, including this podcast. So make sure you check that out as well. And that's pretty much it. So thanks one last time, everybody. Hope you're having a good day. As always, Rudy. Peace.